they just couldn't handle everything involved in running a business like that to only have $200,000, $300,000, $400,000 in their pocket at the end of the year. Now, don't get me wrong. $200,000, $400,000 in your pocket at the end of the year is not a bad place to be. But if you're killing yourself to do it, and why? Just why? You are an amazing human being. You're a coach or expert who works hard to make a positive difference for your clients. I'm Joss Willard, and my mission is to help good coaches like you make great profits so you can live an amazing life helping the people you're meant to serve. This podcast is here to help with that. We'll be bringing you the information, resources, experts, and perspectives to allow your practice to make a difference, support the life you want, and reward you fairly and well for the impact that you bring. Welcome to Profit for Coaches. When it comes to your business, it never, ever, ever, ever matters how much you're making. What matters is how much you're keeping, how much goes in your pocket at the end of the day. Hi, I'm Joss Willard, host of Profit for Coaches. Welcome to the episode. Today, we're talking about a question that I saw in one of my coaching groups that I just felt like I really needed to answer because doggone it, there are too many people with too much money coming into their businesses that are going broke. Enjoy the episode. Real quick, our goal here at the podcast is for these episodes to provide techniques, tools, skills, strategies, and inspiration that can help any coaching practice be more profitable. But you want your practice to be more profitable. And while you can get all kinds of great things from this episode and any episode of Profit for Coaches, what will help you even more is advice, guidance, and action steps designed around your unique situation, your life, your practice, your goals, your challenges. How can we best help you with that? The quickest way to get you exactly what you need for your practice is for you to head over to ProfitForCoaches.com. When you're there, click on and grab your Profitable Practice Scorecard. It's absolutely free. It just takes a few minutes. Fill out the scorecard. It will let us know exactly where your practice is and where you want it to go and what you're dealing with. Once you've done that, you'll get a response that tells you exactly what you can do next. The action steps you can take to make your practice more profitable and get you where you want your practice to be as soon as possible. So head on over to ProfitForCoaches.com and grab your Profitable Practice Scorecard today. So I was just in one of my coaching groups and scrolling through, looking at questions and et cetera, and found a question from a coach. She's a great coach. She makes plenty of money. She's got a team definitely over that $150,000, $200,000 a year mark. Actually, I think she's closer to $500,000 a year at this point. And the statement was, every time I hit a new sales target, my expenses seem to immediately jump up to meet it. And the level of struggle, the level of stress that she was feeling, how she actually got to the point where she's wondering about the viability of her business. This is a person who's got, I think, in the neighborhood of $40,000, $50,000 a month consistent revenue coming in. So where a lot of my clients want to be, she's almost there. But because of the way that her expenses keep growing to meet her income, she definitely doesn't feel profitable. She's not like the profitability is not there. Her team is now because they see the amount of revenue that's coming in. They, they can do some quick math based on, you know, because she, she has her, she has her dashboards up. Her team knows this is how many sales we make in this month. Her team knows this is what we charge per, per program so, sold. They're doing the math. 
they know how much money is coming in. And now all of a sudden they're going, hey, I think we deserve a little bit more money for what we do. We're helping you make a ton of money. And that's fine. She's got a good team. They're they're great people and they're they're worth paying well. But her challenge is the money's not there. Because the way most people get taught to set up their coaching practice or any business is to get to the next level, you've got to spend a bunch more money. You got to buy this new tool. You got to hire these new people. You got and you wind up chasing over and over again. You're like, oh, well, you know, I'm at $10,000 a month. In order to get to $20,000 a month, I got to spend, I got to buy this thing. I got to hire this team. I got to invest in this type of marketing. And okay, maybe you do get to $20,000 a month. But what you don't realize is that your spending actually went up by $8,000 a month. So whereas before you were making 10, you're bringing in $10,000 a month. And let's say your expenses were for some reason already $8,000 a month. You're already off on the wrong foot there, probably. But if you started at $10,000 a month and then you spent $8,000 more to get to $20,000 a month, well, now you're spending $16,000 a month to make 20. Yeah, you're making, you've doubled your profit in your pocket, right? Because you've gone from, you know, making 10,000 and keeping two to making 20 and keeping four. But the amount of work that you've probably had to do to do that, because by the way, with all those new sales, now you have more delivery that you've got to do, which leads to hiring that extra coach or whatever it is. It's just a vicious cycle. And this is why so many of the folks out there that are teaching coaches how to build a seven-figure coaching business, yeah, sure, they'll show you how to make a million dollars a year in top-line revenue. But if you're keeping 200000 that, if you're keeping 20% of that, you're like, that's top core level. Like that's, you are a super success at that point. I mean, there are others that are like, you know, 20, between 20 and 30% bottom line profit is what most of those models espouse as like your business is running perfectly. And I've found more and more when I talk to clients, like people who've gone that route, I have clients that have gone that route, that have had million dollar businesses, so-called million dollar businesses, multi-million dollar businesses, and it drove them nuts. They just couldn't handle everything involved in running a business like that to only have $200,000, $300,000, $400,000 in their pocket at the end of the year. Now, don't get me wrong. $200,000, dollars $400,000 in your pocket at the end of the year is not a bad place to be. But if you're killing yourself to do it, then why? Just why? Right. Just for the, and for a lot of folks, it's the ego thing. It's being able to say, I built a seven figure company. And the, there's the new, the market has sort of matured, right? Because you had your young 20 somethings that came out and they were all about, I'm going to grind. I'm going to show you my pictures of my, my sports cars and my private jets and et cetera. They aren't really mine. They're renting them, right? Like they show that and they, and we went through the guru marketing phase, right? And then the bro marketing phase and, and they grow up and they got, you know, I'll, I'll show you how to get there and blah, 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 blah. And now their big deal is I've exited. I had a, you know, I built a seven figure company and I had a, a nine figure exit. It's like, okay, well, what the hell does that mean? Well, it means you built a company to the point where you were making a million, two million, $3 million a year top line revenue, probably not keeping very much of it. And then you turn around and you found somebody else who believes that top line revenue is the magic number or that just wanted the brand, wanted to be able to put themselves at the front of that thing or whatever. Maybe maybe it's a viable business because they are. A lot of them are viable businesses. And someone looked at it and saw, oh, okay, here's where I can fix some things. I said, okay, you're doing 2 million a year. I'll give you five times earnings. So I'll, I'll pay you $10 million for your business. Okay, well, there's your eight-figure exit, right? Cool. And that's how a lot of people are building now because that's been the model for Silicon Valley for a long time now. This is the whole disruption and create unicorns and et cetera in the world of tech. But in the world of coaching, that's not really what you're trying to do. There's a ton of us who are great coaches that really, if we could put 
300, 400, $500, $600,000 a year in our pocket, we'd be totally fine. Especially, and, and we were the primary coach. Maybe we have a small team with us. We're working with a handful of folks, or maybe we're working with a large number of folks and we're doing, you know, small group programs or, or a combination of info products and small group programs, or even a larger group program. And then some, you know, one-to-one, whatever it is, whatever the model is that works for you, because there's no one true way. But if you can build that where you're working 20 to 30 hours a week, doing stuff that you love with only five to 10 of that being the business side, the on the business side, and the rest of it is client delivery and, and that stuff you love doing. If you can do that, be bringing in six or $700,000 a year and keeping four or 500 of it in your pocket. For a lot of my clients, that is a much better deal than hustling and grinding and managing a giant team to be able to say it's a seven-figure business and still and only be keeping half of that, two, three hundred thousand, right? Which would you prefer? So sorry, that's a bit of a rant there, but to go back to to this person's question, what she really needs to do, and again, there's no one true way. There's a bunch of different things that she can do to get more efficient in the delivery, get more profitable from the clients that come in, et cetera. But fundamentally underneath all of it, she needs to manage her cash flow better. She needs to, whether she, whether she uses profit first, which is what I often give to most of my clients, my variant version of, of profit first, which I call profit flow, or, or whether she uses profit first right out of the box, goes and buys the book, whatever, or some other form. There are, there are others out there. There are other tools out there. Regardless of which one she chooses to use, she really needs to get into cash flow management. When you have cash flow management, and particularly when you do it in the way that puts a hard cap on the amount of money that you're allowed to spend on operating expenses, you don't see that massive jump when it comes to when your income goes up, you don't see that massive spike in expenses that comes up and matches that income. You do see an increase in expenses. It goes in hard numbers, but the percentage stays the same. And then as your business grows and you do need to bring on more people, we will raise that percentage. But your hard numbers that stay with you in the coaching business, really, until you get to the point where you've got multiple team or a whole ton of automation where you're, you're investing in, in significant subscriptions, programs, et cetera, until you get to that point, there's really no reason that a coaching business shouldn't be at least 50% profit. I mean, that, that's in my mind, I have, I have never yet seen a coaching business that was built properly where the coach, where the owner is, is still in there doing some coaching. I've never yet seen one built properly where total payment to the, to the business owner, to the coach needed to be less than 50%. And that includes putting, that's after putting 15% aside for taxes. You should be able to run a coaching practice on 35% pretty easily. There's not a lot of required expenses on a coaching practice until and unless you shift to the point where you are building at the multi-million dollar level and you're not doing any of the delivery. When you have to pay other people to do all of the delivery, when you have to pay for other people to do all the sales, pay for the marketing, et cetera, et cetera, then it's going to shift a bit. Absolutely. And it should, but we can still, we can still be really profitable if we look at setting in advance what our, what our OPEX cap is. And OPEX is operating expenses. The other thing to look at with all of this is at some point, preferably sooner rather than later, we need to eliminate all expenses. And well, what does that mean? Does that mean bring your OPEX expenditure percentage down to 0%? No, it doesn't. But what we do is we get rid of expenses. Instead, we have investments. 
every dollar that leaves your business is an investment. And we want to make sure that we have a return on that investment. And that return might be money. That return might be in time. That return might be an efficiency. There's some sort of return. We know what we're, we know what we're getting back for every dollar that we, that we put out. When you have expenses, those are just things that you're paying for. And quite often you're like, well, we have to, we have to pay for that. It doesn't generate revenue, but we have to pay for it. Okay. Well, why do we have to pay for it? Oftentimes when we dig into it, there's a return on the investment. Is that return as efficient as it could be? Does that return give us what we need? Or could we find another way to do it that's going to be more efficient for us? Another provider, another system that we can put in place? Is there an automation that we can use? Does it make sense to hire someone as a, as a contractor and have them fix or build or install something for us rather than having, or rather than looking at hiring someone, bringing them on board as a full-time employee, that kind of thing, right? So there's a lot you can do as you, as you grow and as you build up, but hustling to stay ahead of expenses, grinding to stay ahead of expenses, to just, just keep your income level above your expenses that's a surefire recipe for disaster because at some point, some unexpected major expense is going to come out of nowhere and blindside you. And when you're just barely keeping ahead of those expenses, well, that's when you get tripped and you fall on your face and the expense train runs you over. So don't do that. If you are at consistent revenues of even $5,000 a month, but definitely if you've hit above 20, if you're, if you're consistently above $20,000 a month in revenue, you have to, have to have your cash flow management in place. You've got it. If you don't have it already, you've got to get it installed. Because if you don't, it's going to trip you up. Because at that 20K a month to 30K a month level, when you're in that transition, that's when it becomes really easy to spend on things. That's when it becomes really easy to lose sight of where the cost per customer, where all of those outbounds are going. Because it's really easy for them to balloon at that level if you're not keeping an eye on it and, and not setting yourself a limit. And that limit isn't there to stop you from accomplishing what you want to accomplish. That limit doesn't say, oh, you can't invest in the business. But what that limit does is say, this is how much of this resource cash we have available and are ever going to have available for this particular product project or activity in the business. And if we need to get more out of our business by buying something, we got to figure out how to get more, we got to figure out how to get creative. But when you set that in, the earlier you can put that in place in your business, the better off you're going to be. It's really that simple. So again, if you are consistently at $5,000 a month or more, strongly recommend it. Heck, you can do it at day one is actually a strong recommendation. But definitely if you're at that $5,000 a month or more, and once you've hit that $20,000 a month, absolutely got to be done. Between 20 and 30,000 when you're making that transition, you've got to get your cash flow management in place. Period, paragraph, end of story. So, this episode this week, go take a look at your cash flow, look at how you're managing it, and if you want help with it, send me an email, joss at profitforcoaches.com, and we'll see if we can sit down for 15 minutes and get your cash flow management straight. No charge. Either way, we'll see you back here next week. That's it for this episode of Profit for Coaches. I've been your host, Joss Willard. To make sure you never miss a new episode, go to ProfitForCoaches.com to subscribe now. You'll also find all the show notes, resources, guides, links, freebies, and other goodies that we mentioned on the show. Plus, we've got some special bonuses there just for our subscribers. So to make sure you profit fully from this and each new episode of Profit for Coaches, go to ProfitForCoaches.com now.